Welcome to episode 37 of the Down Under Podcast, a podcast where we talk about offensive podcasts from the week, from RAP to LOS to MASAP, and everything in between. Fuck it, that'll do. Here's the thing, I've already recorded this podcast. This is the second time I'm doing this podcast, because my headphones just started to go, no, fuck you, man. You're not recording shit today. I was on fire. I did 50 minutes of some of the best stuff I've ever done, and I went back and I listened to it, and I hate listening to my own fucking voice. Guess what? Sounded like shit. It was spacey. It was broken up. It was completely and utterly fucked. So now I have to do it again. And if this happens again, I might be fucking pissed. So we'll probably take a break every 20 minutes so I can check it and make sure it's okay. But, um... Boy, oh boy, oh boy, I don't know what the fuck happened. I've been having headphone problems with my headphones all week. It just decided to do it at a really inopportune time. So, anyway. We've got a big pod. We've got a big day. Big fucking podcast. It's big. There's podcasts coming out of my fucking ears. Like, there's so much to listen to. I haven't even... I didn't even get around to listening to everything I wanted to listen to. And I'm fucking dirty that I have to do this again. But, anyway... At least I know what I'm sort of going to say. So, anyway, first off we're going to go with is um, the Mayweather-Logan Paul fight is tomorrow. Today, at the moment, it is the 5th of June. It is 12 o'clock at night. Um, it really snuck up on me, I must say. I thought that fight wasn't for another couple months. But it's tomorrow, apparently, as I go to my fridge because I really don't care anymore. I'm going to move around as I record this podcast. Because I simply don't give a fuck. Ready? Ready, 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 listen. Oh, yeah! Yeah, so, that big fight's tomorrow, and it's a big fight. It, the legacy, the soul of combat sports, of boxing, is on the line. If Logan Paul's stacked the deck, he has. He's made the rules that benefit him. He's got the youth. He's got the height and the size. He's got the hunger because he knows one loss and that's over for him. This is all it for Paul. And he's put himself in a situation to do it. And I really do think that Logan Paul is about to go out there and shock the world. I don't want him to. I hope Mayweather wins, but it, there's no judges. Every fight Mayweather's won in the last five years has been pretty much by judges' decision. He's outsmarted his opponents. So, I don't know. It's going to be a big one. Yeah. Mayweather has the wisdom and the skills to get it done. 
you know. And you have to remember, Logan Paul's the brother that can't fight. Jake's the one who thinks he can fight. I don't know. It'll be really interesting. Speaking of Jake Paul. Fuck, I'm so dirty. That podcast I did before was so much better. (laughs) Speaking of Jake Paul, his fight with Tyron Woodley, former UFC champion, has been announced. Um, The Paul brothers are really fucking smart because they know they're looking for that really big payday. Their plan is, and I'm trying to put this into words, that Logan Paul beats Mayweather tomorrow, which means the next fight, a Paul brother fights, or is televised, or is on pay-per-view, makes big money. Big fucking money. Because Tyron's going to knock him out. Tyron's going to fucking kill him, because this is not... Let's look at the history of opponents Jake Paul's had. Nate Robinson, retired basketball player who literally, his entire career was based on the fact that he was small and he was fast. He was old and he was slow and he was small. And Jake Paul put him to sleep. Ben Askren, a retired wrestler who got into mixed martial arts, whose entire mixed martial arts career was take him to the ground, pummel him, tap him out. He had a bad hip. He was all fucked up. Jake Paul put him in the slope. Tyron Woodley, while he's at the end of his career, is motivated. He's hungry because this is a big payday for him. This is the payday for him that the UFC never gave him. He's a former champion and he's got knockout power. And he was only a champion two, three years ago. Tyron's going to kill him. So, much respect to the Paul brothers. They're out here making big fucking moves. I expect Logan to win tomorrow, but I expect Tyron to beat him whenever that fight's announced. Speaking of knockouts, a couple weeks ago we did the NBA bracket. And I did my bracket, and I'm already wrong, because I predicted LeBron James and the Lakers to beat the Suns, and they didn't do that. LeBron James, for the first time in his career, was eliminated in the first round. Now, in fairness, had I known that AG, AG, AD was um, going to be injured, which I should have known because he's been injured half of his fucking career, I would have... Not said the Lakers, but I picked the Lakers, so my bracket's fucked already. But we're going to look back at that in a couple of weeks, but um, I'm not really sure what this does for LeBron's legacy. Probably nothing, because you can look back and say he didn't have any help, and he went up against a white-hot Suns team. But he did lose in the first round, which is something he always had over Jordan. Jordan's lost in the first round. LeBron hadn't. He had gone 13 or 14 and 0. Um, sorry. 
it probably doesn't hurt LeBron's legacy enough because he, he's already the second best player ever, but he's looking for first. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Well, we're going to reassess our brackets in a couple of weeks, my brackets in a couple of weeks. And lastly, before we move on to what has been <sighs> not having a good day, I thought I was having a good day, and then fucking that podcast just went complete shit. No, you go back and you were, you were quiet for 50 minutes. You were quiet for 50 minutes. You didn't make a sound. It's Pride Month. I just want to say, whether you're a he, she, it, them, then, ben, ten, happy Pride Month. Fucking... I hope all the rainbows make you feel special and loved. But it is funny. And I... (laughs) um, That companies use this as a way to make money. And we all know this, but it's just... It's so blatant now. It's so obvious. Like, you look and you, you go online and you see everyone's got, you know, every corporation's turned their logo rainbow. Video game companies, corporations, Walmart, so on and so forth. Which is fine, but if they really believed in helping the LGBT, ABC, XYZ community, wouldn't they do it for all of the corporations? Not just the Australian, United States... And the um, European, but they do it all because if you go and look on India, like India's social media accounts, they don't do it. The Middle Eastern companies don't do it. It's funny, that isn't it? It's pretty funny. All right, we're going to take a quick break because I'm going to make sure this is recording this time. Because if it doesn't record this time, I'm going to put my head for a window. Okay, so we'll be back in a second. Okay, everything seems to be working this time. Everything seems normal. That's fantastic. So we can continue on. We can get into all of this. Okay, you know the deal. You know why you came here. The LJG Award for this week. Man, I'm literally going to finish this podcast. And there's about six more podcasts I need to listen to. Which will hopefully be on next week. But man, they're just coming out of my fucking ass. So, honorable mentions. Um, I, I laugh like that the last time we did this fucking podcast. The Rape of John Draper from Get In The Corner. So this is pretty much Dogger Baby recapping the roast of John Draper he did on Draper's 50th birthday. Pretty sure we covered it on this. I'm pretty sure I talked about it now that I remember. So, very funny. Check it out. We always support Get In The Corner. They're friends of the show. We love them. You should love them too. Um, Skeptic Tank, um, Skeptic Tank, you're fired with Graham K and M A S S P Matt and Shane Secret Podcast, Champagne and Mushrooms with Chris O'Connor. Chris O'Connor, <coughs> check them out. So, first off, we get into the real ass podcast, but it's fuck B U T T. With Jim Florentine and Robbie the Fire Bernstein. I gave this free and free force rattlesnake. 
Um, Lewis talks about what he would do if he freaky Friday and switched bodies with Shannon. Um, essentially, it involved a lot of self-masturbation and money. Because here's the thing. You put the mind of an intelligent man into a beautiful woman's head, it's a, it's a guaranteed success for money. Oh, like, the first thing he would do, he would wait. He say, if you switch bodies with someone, I didn't think about this before. If you switch bodies with someone, is it he or she? I know, it's Pride Month, so we'll say she for the sake of it. If they switch bodies, the first thing he would do, she would do. See, I say he. We'll say he. First thing he would do is he would fucking... He would flick the bang, as we, as every man would do if we switch bodies with a woman. And he would instantly go and make an OnlyFans. And make fucking money. And just be an all-around dirty fucking whore. Because women can do that and they get away with it. We don't. Speaking of OnlyFans. So last week when we talked about me actually getting around to signing up for that friend of mine, uh, only a friend of mine's OnlyFans. I got a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning from my missus, and she went, did you really get that OnlyFans? And I went, no, of course not. It was a joke. It was a bit for the podcast. And she went, oh, okay. I really did get that OnlyFans. <laughs> and now I'm probably going to get a fucking phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning about this going, you lying motherfucker. Well, we do, we like to protect the ones we love. It's what we do. And women can't understand that. They don't understand why we would do such a thing. It wasn't sexual. It was a, it was a bit for the podcast. I did look. But it's not really any interest in there. Anyway. Uh, Walmart, Walmart apologizes for sending emails to customers saying, Hello, niggas. Um, fuck, imagine opening your email in the morning and getting seen that fucking email. You'd be like, oh, jeez. Walmart's on that shit, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's, we talk about you shouldn't apologize for shit. That's probably the one thing you probably in your life should apologize for. So, can't deny that they should have fucking apologized for that. Um, Robbie and Jim Mind Meld, we've talked about how much I love Mind Melding. I think it's probably one of the best games for a podcast. It just fits so well. Um, they talk about catcalling. I did catcalling when I was younger. But it was like, I was like a 20-year-old fucking kid. And catcalling for me was me putting my head out the window and yelling fucking Borat shit. Like, very nice. You have very nice for dinner. Are you ready, sexy? That was it. That was me. I was a fucking idiot. Proper cat calling is when you whistle and you say, "Oh, you got a nice ass, honey." Is cat, uh, but at the same time, cat calling never works. I don't know anyone who's cat called a woman and ended up with a date or fucking pussy or anything. It doesn't work. Um, yeah, and. They talk about six the six most common sex accidents. I, I wouldn't. It would really surprise me that breaking your penis is actually common. So they talk about that, um, getting you know not taking a tampon on before you take tampon on, taking a tampon out before you fuck, 
that was one of them. Fucking breaking at the penis, which I've never done. Like I had a, I remember having a friend who told me once that he broke the banjo string. So essentially, you know, which I'm pretty sure is the layman's term for the tendon at the tip of your penis, which apparently, if you do cut, is possible could possibly add three to six inches to your penis. I think that's the same one. Maybe it's a different tendon. But yeah, he did tell me that. And he had a fucking big cock. So it has to be true. And before you say it, men, friends looking out for friends' cocks. Not a big thing. Um, they talk about Ellen Page posting her surf shirtless photos as a man. Um, I wonder if that picture ended up on like the flappening or like anything. And it pretty much the title was Ellen Page's nudes. Because she's shirtless. But she's just a man now. Yeah, and you, you see her nipples, you can see she's had breast reduction surgery, and you're like, but like you, you, can, you can sort of visualize it. You can sort of imagine what her boobs would have looked like, you know? And she, apparently the bitch got implants, ab implants. Like, that's not fair, that doesn't count. Although, in saying that, it doesn't really count. You know, you weren't born with a penis. You're a man, but you weren't born with a penis. But you've been a you've been a bloke for like three months, and fucking you've got abs better than fucking most of us do. Do it the honest way. Don't cheat. And yeah, it was a good podcast. <coughs> Obviously, Lewis and the crew—they're all on location, traveling around. So. That's why I put this one in there, because, you know, there's not that many R.O.P.s in here. Speaking of R.O.P.s that aren't in here, the next episode is You Fucked It Takeover. So the You Fucked It Boys took over the podcast for a day uh, with their special guest, Tommy Butter, Tom, Tom, not Tom, I can't read today. Tim Buttery, Butter, Butter, why does a guy who can't fucking talk have a podcast? Tell me this. Tim Butterfree and Tommy Pope from Dead Meat. I'm going to be real with you straight up. This is essentially organized chaos. It's hilarious chaos. It's It jumps all over the place. All right, but it's very funny. I gave it four rattlesnakes. Fantastic. So they talk about Marilyn Manson spits on a cameraman. To be fair, that's probably the most, the less obscene thing fucking um, Marilyn Manson did that week. When he's not trying to fucking shove fucking spike dildos in bitches' pussies and fucking mutilate them. And then they talk a bit about the NBA stuff going on, like fans are obviously back in attendance and fucking. You, know, you had Trey Young get spat on at a Knicks game. You had um, Russell Brestbrook poured popcorn on by a fan. There was another one, but oh, the water bottle, that's what it was. Someone threw a water bottle at Kyrie. And in fairness, Kyrie deserved that. Because Kyrie went and fucking walked to the mid halftime, walked to the middle of the court, and purposely made a, a, a fucking effort to step on fucking the Celtics logo. 
Ain't nobody talking about that. But I don't mind the Kyrie one. But you shouldn't. You can't be attacking NBA players. It's not right. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, probably the most egregious one was Trey getting spat on. Like you can't spit on people, man. Yeah, and you know, obviously people are throwing obscenities and throwing fucking abusive players. People have been locked inside for fucking six months. Not six months. 18 months. You know, they've been locked inside for fucking 18, 24 months. They're a bit cagey. And it was explained to me recently. And I never really put it together. Because my, obviously, we didn't, I haven't really gone through lockdown. Like, I've been working and stuff, so I've been occupied. But for people who are not like me, I'm an, intro, I'm an introvert. For people that are extroverts, they need the social interaction. They need to talk to people. They need to see people. So be locked in your house for, you know, let's just use the Melbourne lockdown, for example. Not this one. Not the one before this one. The one before that one. You know, if you're locked in your house for 100 days, can't see anyone, can't see your fan, friends, can't see your family. That's a lot. You know, and that it essentially it's prison with a flat screen TV and a PlayStation. And, you know, you're not eating food and not getting gang raped. So I can imagine for people why it's a bit, it's driven them a bit fucking nutty, you know? And then they talk about um, fucking five years to the day last week. Well, not last week. It was last. Yeah, last week. Harambe died. They shot that poor gorilla who wasn't even his fault, man. The kid fucking jumped in the fucking... In the fucking... What is not resort? It's fucking the enclosure. He jumped in there. What were they going to do? They couldn't just let fucking watch a fucking four-year-old get fucking, ma- fucking ripped to shreds by a fucking gorilla. But do you find it not at all funny that in those five years since that gorilla was killed, the world has completely gone to shit? I have a theory. Harambe was Jesus Christ in <laughs> reborn. And when we killed that gorilla, God went, yeah, nah, fuck it, you did it twice. I'm not doing You're not fucking playing these games anymore with you. And he decided to just fucking, just fucking shake the foundations of our fucking, of mankind. And then they talk about times you've nearly shit yourself and then times you have shit yourself. Um, here's the thing. What does shitting yourself actually constitute? Is it a, is it a shat? Is it a shot? Like, is it a smear in your underwear? Is it fucking a turd? Is it you actually just exploding in your pants? Yeah, like, I've, I've shot myself fucking many a time. That's why when I go to work, I keep an extra pair of fucking... Well, actually, that's a lie. I keep an extra pair of underwear in my car because my dick is so big that sometimes when I'm taking a shit, the fucking my piss goes through the crack between the seat and the bowl and it fucking leaks all over the floor into my pants. So that's why I always keep a fucking special set of fucking underwear. Um, 
but shitting yourself, I've never really shit shit myself. I've got pretty fucking pretty good with that. Yeah. Um, this was a good episode. It was really good, and now I'm definitely gonna be. Ch- I'm gonna try and review fucking the you fucked it boys more on this podcast. But like I said, I got fucking podcasts coming out my ass. There's a bunch of podcasts I'd love to review on the show. I just have, don't have time to listen to them. You know, like Colin Tyrrell's podcast. I'd love to be more consistent with listening to that. Um, and I actually recently had someone ask me this question. It's like, how do you listen to all these podcasts? How do you manage to listen to podcasts 40 plus hours a week? And I sat there and I said, I, <coughs> I, need to learn to use my words. I work a job that allows me to listen to podcasts. Eight hours a night, I can listen to them because I have a job where I don't really need to, you know, hear out for anything and I'm left alone. Um, I really, I really try and prioritize the stuff I listen to. Like, you know, I, I review probably 20 hours of the podcast I actually listen to. There's other stuff that I listen to that I'm not reviewing on this podcast because it just doesn't fit, you know, um, like gaming podcasts, wrestling podcasts, so on and so forth. But, and the other thing I do is, without priority, I, you know, if I'm in a rush, listen to it on 1.2 speed, 1.4 speed, you know. And the other little trick is you don't have to listen to the entire podcast. The last 20 minutes of a podcast is usually filler. Or if you can tell by the flow of the conversation that it's not really going anywhere, then you can be like, I've had my fill. You don't have to finish a podcast. It's not like fucking your food or fucking, you know, anything like that. You can skip the last 15, 20 minutes of a pod. But yeah, good podcast. Check it out. Um, next up, we come to Come Town Premium by Macross. I gave this three and two thirds rattlesnakes. Um, they talk about what do blind people actually masturbate to, and I went into a diatribe about this. <laughs> the fucking the lost episode. Dun 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 dun. The lost episode. Um, it really depends were they born blind? Because if they're born blind, then I'm assuming they don't masturbate. If they do masturbate, I don't know what they, they, maybe it's probably like audio, they listen to fucking erotic fanfiction, like erotic fucking novels or something, or like maybe they just put porn on and they listen to the sound. But let's say you had an accident when you were six years old, like Daredevil, and you got fucking chemical waste poured into your eyes, and then you were blind. At least you've got mental images of what women look like. You know? So it's probably easier for them to just use their imagination. If anything, their senses are probably improved. So, yeah. And then they talk about, and then Mullen, being Mullen, how he is, um, tells us that 200 CEOs resigned just before the pandemic, but it wasn't because of the pandemic. It was because of Jeffrey Epstein. Put two and two together. Think about it. Last year we had, well not the year before that, we had this big deal where this international child sex trafficking ring was announced, well not re- announced, they revealed 
they catch they catch the guy who was doing it. He winds up in jail, and in, in pretty much in fucking broad daylight, it comes out that fucking they killed him. That the you know someone went out of their way to kill him. Cameras were off, security gear, prison guards were off, jerking each other off. Just yeah. Funny that, and now, you know, and this will probably be something that gets me kicked off the podcast, fucking, off fucking podcasting shit. <clears throat> we now know that this was made in a lab. We do. Like, it, there's no question. It's almost confirmed. And we always, most people who had their head on a swivel knew that. Like, but we didn't have proof. There's enough proof out there now to where we can sit there and say, it was made in a lab. You know, the Fauci emails pretty much confirmed it. So it's funny how those two sort of coincide with each other. But you know what? Still Harambe's fault. Harambe was alive, none of this would have happened. Um, and lastly, I talk about, and I found this really interesting. I had heard about this in the past, but here it actually, that Harvard, I don't know, was it Harvard or Yale? It was a big university in America. I think it was Harvard does podcasting, like, courses. <laughs> Listen, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm a, I'm, a novel, I'm a novice at this. I can't even record a podcast that sounds good. Trust me, if I released the podcast that you fucking, I recorded an hour ago, it sounded like shit. I'm a novice at this. I'm a rookie. I'm a, I'm a noob. I'm an amateur. I do this for fun. But I can tell you right now, if you think doing a course in podcasting is going to make it, it's going to help you make it big, it's literally worth less than an arts degree, and an arts degree ain't worth shit, son. You want you want a successful podcast? I'll tell you how you make a successful podcast. You need two things: be famous, hop in a time travel machine, and go back ten years. That's the only way. Go back to when podcasts were really underground and build the foundation for it. If there was one thing I could do that would fucking, you know, for the success of this podcast, I'd hop in a time machine and I'd go back 10 years. To the point where right now I'm doing, like, Legion of Skanks. I'm doing 500, I'm up to episode 500. That's the only way. No fucking, no one's making money off podcasts anymore. And if they are, it's not stupid money. Like the Loud Boys, give them credit. You know, they hit 2000 on their Patreon. But that, it's a really rare example when they got extremely lucky. They had networked correctly. They knew the right people. And they're really, really, really funny. You think fucking Deborah with her coloured hair and her nose fucking piercing? You think fucking... You think she's gonna start a podcast and she's gonna become fucking the next Joe Rogan? No. The days of fucking exploding on the scene on podcasts is over. Unless you're famous. Like I was just I saw before when I before I started recording the first time. Um that that dude from the Bronx Tale, Chris something or other. The main guy in it. He's got a podcast now. Everyone's got a podcast. I'm not special for doing this. 
if anything, this makes me more fucking part of the pack. For fuck's sake. I took the fucking idea of what the skanks skanks do, and I just times it by 10. And I don't laugh every 20 seconds. And I'm not as attractive. You can do a class in podcasting all you want is what I'm saying. It's not going to make a difference. There's nothing you're going to learn there that's going to help you in the long run. You might learn a few audio techniques where you don't have my problem. But at the end of the day, it's not really going to make a difference. So, yeah. And speaking of things that is going to get me in trouble for saying, this is the pod, this is the part where I get in trouble. This is the part where I'm about to say something really stupid. And that part is when talking about Legion of Skanks, Alive and Janine with Zachamita. I can't believe I have to do this again, but let's make it better. Positive thinking. So there's no Dave. Dave didn't come to Texas, which will be a theme for the next 40 minutes. As we talk about this podcast, this shit's about to ramp up. Oh, and I gave this four and one third rattlesnakes. I think. I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure that's what I said in the last episode. <clears throat> so there's no Dave. So they replaced Dave with Zachamika. Good. It's not a Zoom show. It's in Lewis's hotel room. It's fucking 10 times better. Um, Lewis is still pushing the dream of opening a comedy club. From the sounds of it, this isn't a bit anymore. This is legit. This is something that Lewis is going to do. And you know what? If there was anyone who could do it, it'd be Lewis. He's got the liquid assets. He's got the networking. He's got experiences in running a business. If he does it, and this isn't just him fucking around, it will blow up. It will be huge. And if it doesn't, it'll be really good content for a podcast. <laughs> um... They talk about getting into comedy just to get your dick sucked. Let me, I'll tell you, if there are any, for the two women who listen to this podcast, I'll tell you something. Men do, 90% of the stuff men do in life is to get their dick sucked. I became a chef to get my dick sucked. You know why? And I've told this on the podcast. I heard an interview with Michael Bublé when I was 14 years old on 60 Minutes. And he was asked, why'd you get into singing? And he was like, oh, you don't want to hear it. It's embarrassing. He was like, no, I want to hear it. He said... I started singing to get laid. 90% of the pussy I've ever gotten in my life was because I was a chef. Because I was around stupid, impressionable 19-year-olds. And they saw me command a kitchen. And they saw me... I said before I wasn't artistic, but I guess when I was in a kitchen, I was pretty artistic. They saw me create something. They saw me be a man. That's how I got all my pussy. As a chef. That's what men do. We do things to get pussy. And if men aren't doing that to get pussy, they're doing something to get pussy. They're going to the club to get pussy. They're going out on the weekends to get pussy. Smart men incorporate it into a job. Just saying. 
Um, and then they respond. They, they talk about Jezinek, who responded to LOS from the week before, which was a response from, which was Jezinek responding to LOS two months ago, which was LOS responding to the article that Jezinek retweeted three months ago, no, oh, two and a half months ago. Jezinek turns face essentially. He apologizes. He walks back his comments. He essentially says, "I don't. I was talk. I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about." I was pretty much talking out my ass. He says, you know, it's like, he, last week he said he, that Alex Jones had been on the fucking pod. He had never been on the pod. He did say that Milo had been on the pod, which he proclaimed was um, Alex Jones' light, which, eh, okay. But it was a lot of backhanded compliments. But he apologised, and you can't, knock the guy for apologizing he knew what he did was wrong he walked back his comments it made um, you could tell jay was happy about it because you know he jesnick generally sounded like he felt it he felt bad for jay so in the end it all worked out well i still think jesnick's a bit of a bitch but and here's the thing and this is the thing that gets me into trouble or will get me into trouble Jezinek's not the problem. He's not. People like Jezinek aren't the problem. Even people like Jake Flores aren't the problem. And I'll tell you the problem in the form of, a, of the next thing they talked about. Jay and Lewis said, we, and I've talked about this before too, but they put it into clear, crystal clear words. Jay and Lewis don't take TV gigs or movie gigs because they know that Seth Simons has an article waiting to come out about them the second they do. The second they do. He's pretty that's pretty much ruined any chance they have of ever appearing in anything. Jeez, the fact that Dan Soda being that associated with them still appears in billions is a shock. That he hasn't gone after Dan Soda. Um and speaking of Seth, Seth then proceeded to make a tweet over the weekend, which Lewis, uh, fucking Lewis got his hands on, to which Seth Simons labels each one of the skanks. He labels Lewis a violent misogynist who yells white power, which is funny because Lewis is brown. Dave, a, who think, Dave's a guy who thinks Jews run the world, which is funny because... He's Jewish. And so a Jew thinks Jews run the world. And what was the last one? And an N-word using friend whose nice nice guy act gives them cover in Jay. To be honest with you, Jay probably got out of that the best. Here's the thing. And Seth just doesn't. He, he gets this, but he doesn't believe it. This is all... Uh, it's all for comedic effect. We do these things. We say these things. We say offensive shit because it's funny. People... Go to these live shows. They listen to the podcast. They go to stand-up because it's funny. We like to hear offensive shit. We like to hear offensive shit that's only said in... In your home or in back alleys or between people that you trust, like truly trust. 
that's why we like this stuff because it's taboo comedy. You know, and Seth doesn't get that. And if he does get that, he sees that as a cover, as a lie, as an excuse to spout racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic shit. Here's the thing. Seth's patient, patient zero. Without Seth, there is no Jesnick retweeting an article. There is no Jake Flores. Jake Flores is a hanger-on. He's a parasite. You go back to look at original compound clips. He's a hanger-on. His comedy career didn't work out for him. He attached to Comtown. Comtown dropped him like a bag of fucking wet dildos. And now he has he, he sees the ability to get that adrenaline rush, that dopamine hit from banning, getting comedians fucking ousted. The reason Shane Gillis is making awesome sketches on YouTube and not on SNL is Seth Simons. That's sad. I almost feel sorry. I almost feel sorry for him. Speaking of which, those vile misogynists, they, Jay, Jews rule the world, and N-word saying, nice guy, that's going on t-shirts, and I'm buying one, because it's fucking hilarious. Here's the thing. Seth, I, you'll probably hear this, Seth, because I'm talking about you, and you like that. You like when people talk about you. Instead of punching high, because they are, that's what bothers you. Lewis, Jay, Dave, they're all above you. In comedy and in life. Why don't you punch forward? Why don't you punch on someone on your same level? Punch at me. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm a, I'm a name the title of this podcast. I'm a murder Seth Simons, or I'm going to kill Seth Simons, or I'm going to rape Seth Simons, or I'm going to rape Seth Simons' mother. This is all done for comedic effect, obviously, and this is satire. It's a joke. But come, come at me. Come and write articles about me. I'd love to. Make me famous, motherfucker. You know, stop trying to take away the stuff that we like. You know? We don't like it because we're racist, because we go to clan meetings on Sunday night. We like it because we live in a world right now where the things you can say and the things you can't say aren't acceptable anymore. You have to be around people you really trust, or you keep them to yourself. And you walk around with your headphones in listening to this stuff. And you're a pariah. And you're out and you, you're a fucking exile because of it. So yeah. Fuck you, Seth Simons. Suck my dick. I'm gonna fuck your mother. Speaking of people that don't like Seth Simons as much as I do. And. Jeez, I went on a diatribe about this on the first episode. I'm gonna do it again. I live a really. I'm really grateful for the life I live. I really am. I've got, um, at best, a medium income household. I've got a beautiful, loving girlfriend. I've got a lovely dog. I live in a nice apartment. I work a really good job. I work a really easy job that pays me decently. I live a really good life. And I still think my life's ten times better than Seth Simon's. I really do. Because there are people out there that hate Seth a lot more than I do. Like the next one. Uh, fucking famous porn star and comedian. Um, 
Alan Jason. I never pronounced the name. I should have looked it up. Ala Jenny. J A N I N E. Jen E. Yeah. So when they recorded this episode, this episode, she went missing. No one had heard from her all week. She was supposed to appear in Ohio. Which is funny because that's where Seth lives. Don't tell anyone. So they essentially had organized to make to do a stand up uh, do stand up in a comedy club pretty much next to fucking in Seth Simons' hometown just to trash him. She never showed up. She didn't appear. She went missing. So then in the podcast they proceeded to make fun of it for twenty minutes and hopes that, you know, that hopes that she wasn't dead. Luckily she wasn't because it would have looked really bad. Um and it, it brings a funny question brings you know, think if you think about it. If you do porn, do you get into heaven? And when you get up to heaven, if heaven was a real place, and it's not for me to believe in, but I respect everyone's religious beliefs. How's it work? If does does St. Peter look at a list and go, no, you did porn, you can't come in? Or is it like a checklist? You have to do 10 bad things, run out of 20, and then you get kicked out of heaven. Or is it just one thing? Because think about it. If that's the case, with the way the world is at the moment, we've all done horrible shit. I know that I'm not getting into heaven. I know this, and I know a lot of people in my life that won't get in heaven. It's okay. I don't mind going now. Seth Simons will be there right with me, and I'm torment that motherfucker for the rest of his life. Of course, this is satire, and this is just done for comedic effect. This is a comedy podcast. Um, yeah, and then lastly, as Lewis, Lewis doing Lewis things, he talks about hopping in an Uber with his Jewish girlfriend, and the Uber driver was a Muslim. So, Jewish girlfriend, Lewis, who is a violent misogynist, and an Uber driver who was Muslim, who sounded pretty much like a dickhead. (coughs) (coughs) We're nearly up to where I was the first time I recorded this. Nearly. And I must say, it's not sounding that too far off from the first time I did. Anyway, we get to Bye Guys, episode... 17. Five locos. You must be loco. Um, you know, I learned, you know, it's funny. I probably know more Spanish than I do any other language. And I've learned most of it from Dora the Explorer. Fucking an Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> like, I, I used to be able to speak a bit of Italian, but I still know more fucking Spanglish in Spanish than I do any other language. It's funny, that. <clears throat> so, yeah. And this is with Boris, whose name I can't pronounce. I'll try. Kayan? Kayakin? Kayakin, Kayakin, Kayakin. Derek Humphreys and Cherico Davison. I've never heard of these guys before. Um, they've got a podcast. Uh, what's it called? What's it called? I'm going to have to look it up real quick. Uh, this is where a, a, a fucking a 
guest host would be helpful just to fill the air while I fill in this little bit of information that will really bug me if I don't look it up. I know it starts with B. I know it starts with B, so that makes it really easy. Be easy. I'm not going to pause it, because I'm fucking scared that the audio is going to fuck up on me. And if it fucks up on me again, I'm just going to fucking... I'm just going to put my hands up in the air and give up. Because it'll just drive me up the fucking wall. Where is it? Come on. I know you're here. There it is. Bushwick Bears. There you go, the Bushwick Bears. So they're hosts of the Bushwick Bears. So, they talk about... I rated this four stars. It was really good. It was really funny. Oh, look. Shit. It's Jim Norton again on fucking power. I said it last week and I'll say it again. The fact that Jim Norton plays a fucking priest with the amount of times that that man has been fucking sexually fucking abused and he's told it on radio, really concerning. But it fits. Um, they talk about men being scumbags on Tinder. Um, my missus hates when I mention it, but I met her on Tinder. Um, I'm not sure what Tinder in 2021 looks like. Back in 2017, 18, it was a rough place to be for women, I can assure. So I'm only assuming it's worse. There's a bunch of other fucking... Fucking dating apps, I guess, now. They're probably a lot worse, but if Tinder's probably the main source of it. Um, talk about discrimination of short guys on Tinder. I can attest to this because I'm 5'6", 5'4", <coughs> sorry. <coughs> I was always discriminated against because of my height. What women would ask me, and I'd always say 5'7", and they would stop talking to me. Um, it's, it's, we can't do that as men. I can't sit there and go to a girl and be like, how much do you weigh? Or what's your fucking breast size? Or how tight's your cunt? Women can. They can ask us fucking how hot, how tall are you? How big are your feet? How big's your cock? You know, they get away with it, and it's fine because we're men. We don't really care. We want to talk about those. You know, you ask me how big my cock is, I'm going to tell you. I'm a lie, but I'm going to tell you. Women can. It's a it's a strange double standard. You know, at least if you meet a girl in the bar, she knows what she's getting. She can see it. Online, it's like... You can, you can be a bit more mysterious. And... My missus, she's going to fucking kill me for this. She's I'm going to get another phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning and be like, You motherfucker, you said that on the podcast. So when I first met her, she... um Fucking... She had pictures up. Now, here's the thing with those pictures. I later realized they were about three years old. And about 20 kilos lighter? 
Yeah, okay. I'm going to get in trouble with this. Anyway, so I was like, oh, wow, she's so stunning, way out of my league. And she is still very much out of my league. I will never deny that. She's fucking beautiful. She dropped it gorgeous. She's just a little bit on the um, the thick side, which I don't mind. It's more my side. And I'm really backpedaling here. But like that. And then I met her in her life. I was like, oh, yeah, those pictures are old. To be fair, my pictures were a bit old. My pictures were six months old. I've just instantly regretted what I've just said because I'm going to get in trouble for it. But, ah, well, fuck it. So I suppose in the end, there's discrimination against guys on Tinder, or short guys on Tinder, and there's not a lot of honesty on Tinder. It's the connect, it's how you meet, and then you work through those things that you have indifferent. You, you don't like about each other, and if you love each other enough, then you get through them. I did. But uh, I would say that people with Tinder are probably about 90% honest, maybe 80% on an average. Um, yeah. Let's move away from this because I really don't want to have to have another fight with my <laughs> They talk about the nicest ass in comedy. Um, so I'm going to say Kim Condon. Kim Condon's got a nice fucking ass. Um... Christina Hutchinson, nice ass. Amy Schumer, about five years ago, nice ass. And just for the fun of it, Dalton Pruitt's got a really fucking nice ass. And he takes it in the ass, so it makes life better. <laughs> um, Ian talks about if he wanted to relapse in lockdown and how long and for what amount of time he had to stay away from alcohol when he was rehabilitating himself. And I was the same way, you know, I used, when I was younger, I had a fucking, I had a drinking problem. And for a long time, I had to stay away from alcohol. Probably, I give, I was probably about a year. I didn't go out. I didn't associate with people that drunk. Um, I'm fine now, like, I can fucking hang around people who drink and stuff, and I don't really, like, I can have one. And I'm not fucking too bothered about it. So, I, and, you know, lockdown would have for recovering alcoholics and all that kind of stuff. It would have fucking been hard for during lockdown. Um, yeah. And now this this is all new now. I'm up, I'm up to date and this is where I was fucking, fucking an hour and fuck half ago. Um, they talk about favourite petty crimes. Like shoplifting and small fucking things. Not fucking beating the shit out of your fucking partner or fucking stabbing someone. <clears throat> My favourite petty crime. I was stealing fucking, I'm fucking stealing from fucking shopping centres. I still do it to this day from occasion when I'm a little bit short on scratch. But at the same day... Fucking, you can justify it because it's a big corporation. I've talked about this before in the past too. 
Um, hmm. I think the fucking the worst petty crime I ever committed. I was eight years old, and I stole a tin of coins from a I can't remember the charity. I think it was Camp Quality. Like, I stole a, a, a tin of co- silver coins from Camp Quality. It was like five bucks. It was probably the worst petty crime I ever committed. And I look back and I go, man, I'm a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> but we all do things we regret. Um, then they talk about fucking male to male threesomes. I know I've had conversations with my missus, and I've always wanted to have a threesome. It's the only thing I've never fucking done. I've never had a threesome. I don't really want to have a male-to-male threesome, but I may have to compromise. I would rather have a male-to-male threesome and then a female-female male threesome. Threesome. They're just the. Uh, if I was going to do a threesome like that, I'd rather just sit in a fucking nice chair, smoke a cigar, and watch my missus get fucking plowed. Does that make me a cuck? Probably. But the idea of you know, being that close to a man where I make it makes me uncomfortable. And to be honest with you, I don't think I could do it with my girlfriend, but I would do it with another woman. That's what I think. And yeah, it was. listen, this was really a good podcast. You should definitely check it out. I, gave it, I don't know if I said it. I gave it four rattlesnakes. Check it out. We're going to take a quick break because I'm about to piss myself. And we've already talked about pissing yourself, pissing your pants. I don't want to do it on the podcast. So we'll be right back after the, this short break and a word from our sponsors. Hello there. I am Jay Hackerschmidt. And are you tired of lasting hours in the bedroom? Are you tired of spending hours pumping hour after hour when you could be doing other things like recording a podcast or playing 2K with the boys? Well, I have the solution for you with our brand new drug, Come Hard. Come hard, or have you come in in seconds, so you can spend your your time doing other things, like taking the dog for a walk, seeing a movie, or no, all in all, just not spending time with your significant other. Come hard is an easy red chewable pill with the same ingredients as antiviagra and Cialis. And if you use promo code DUT, you will get fifty percent off your first shipment. That's promo code D-U-T at comeheart.com. And we're back. We keep on rolling on. Believe it or not, we're halfway through. So, it's two o'clock in the morning. Trying to stay spry, let's keep going. So, next up, we get to Matt and Shane's secret podcast live from the Goobies with Billy and Spud. Billy and Spud, them boys. Um, I gave this free and one fourth uh, rattlesnakes. This is the live section of the fucking podcast. This is where most of these shows are live, and you'll see the difference and the importance of if you do a live podcast, why. Who's in the crowd is very important. And by who's in the crowd, I mean the quantity of who's in your crowd. That makes sense, doesn't it? Anyway. 
So I talk about a lot of, about the Amish kidnapping, inbreeding, all that kind of stuff. We don't have Amish in Australia, so this is all foreign to me, but the Amish sound really fucking... Not evil, just stupid. Um, Shane talks joining TikTok to see Puss and his fears for the downfall of the next generation. He does explain that most Puss on fucking TikTok is underage. (laughs) (coughs) Fucking, I've, I've never had TikTok. I've never had any interest in TikTok or anything like that. Um, but if you want to see a fucking 16 year old yoga pants it's probably the best way to go and as for the downfall of the next generation yeah like I had a fucking I had a horrible fucking night sleeping fucking, I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday I spent four hours looking at like reels on YouTube which is the same as TikTok essentially like that shit corrodes your fucking brain Like, it is not, it, you lose fucking, you lose, um, your, what's the word I'm looking for? You lose track of time, and it's all fake shit, it's all pre-doctored fucking bullshit. So these kids are watching TikToks and thinking everything's real because it's condensed into a 45 second clip. And this is, you know. So they can be told bullshit and they'll believe it because it's in a TikTok or a fucking reel or whatever you fucking want to call it. Um, Matt tells a story of watching babysitter porn that takes a very sinister turn. Incest porn is just fucking ridiculous now. Like, it's just too much. And, like... I think he was telling the story, he was fucking the babysitter, and then he, the dude said something, and went, oh my, he was like, fucking, my daughter is just as tight as you, and then the fucking babysitter was like, you fucked your daughter, so he was like, don't sneak it in there, be honest. Most people don't want to see that, and they definitely don't want to be caught off guard by that shit. Um, yeah. I always hated that, I always hated how in porn, they were really, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Deceptive with the titles of the porn. Be honest. Because all that's going to happen is we're going to watch it for 30 seconds, turn it off. You get a click, but we'll never go back to it. If you're honest, we're more likely to watch it again. Um, Shane asked a very good question that I have asked myself for the last four days. Do gay dudes finger each other? Apparently they do. I don't know why, but they do. It's a strange concept to me. But apparently they do. Um, I came to the conclusion that Matt is what white women in the media think Joe Rogan actually is. Instead of what Rogan actually is. I was just listening, oh fuck. This is what white women must think Rogan is. Is this dude talking about the sun is fucking has a fucking consciousness and the Amish are kidnapping people and all this shit. They genuinely think that's what white women in the media think Joe Rogan is. Um, listen, it's a good part. It's a good podcast. It is. It's just the the crowd's energy was really 
up and down. They weren't the worst crowd we're about to talk about, but they weren't great. But Shane Gillis is so great at what he does. He plays. He plays on it. And next up, we come to Come Town, and it's wah 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 wah. We have this four rattlesnake. Um, they talk alt music. You know that old music that you used to fucking hear in the early 2000s on wrestling? Like, you got smack and you fucking five-finger death punch and your finger 11 and all that kind of shit. You never realize until you're older how fucking gay that stuff is. Or like that Stan song, you know, it's been a while since I could, you know, that song. Like... I don't mind it in most circumstances, but there's better versions of it. Like fucking System of Down. I always go back to System of Down. Um, they talk about the unfortunate fact that video games from 20 years ago don't age like movies and other media. Like GoldenEye is the best example. You know, as a kid, you think about GoldenEye, it's like, oh, this is fucking fantastic. And then 20 years later, you play it and this is fucking shit. I tried once to get into speedrunning, like Super Mario 64, and it was, first off, it was really hard, and second of all, it doesn't age as well, because you're a kid, and, like, the, when you first experience these games, it's like, it's revolutionary. So, yeah. unfortunately, every other media ages well, like, movies from 50 years ago look really, you know, they age a lot better. Um, they talk about, is Twink a slur? really good question. Is Twink a slur? If you walked up to a tiny gay dude and you told him, if you asked him if he was a twink, would he be offended? No, but he probably want to fucking suck your cock. Fucking twink. I don't think it's a slur. But it probably depends on fucking... The person. That's most slurs do. Just like Pain Dang. Fuck Pain Dang. We're about to get into Pain Dang. And the boys talk some of their more infamous ad reads because they're probably the best podcast that does ad reads. Them, then Skanks. They they make their ads seamless. And Come Town is the king of it because they make it funny and they do it live. They probably say shit that the fucking sponsors don't want them to say, but they make it entertaining. And besides, no one no one really buys fucking shit off a fucking podcast. Alright, what do we got? One, two, three, four. We're four left. Alright, so next up we have the real last podcast. Live from the Creek in a Cave with Tony Hinchcliffe, Tim Dillon, David Lucas, Karen McGollers. Alex Grossman, Ryan Joseph, Some of a Bitch, and Robbie the Fire Bernstein. I gave this four rattlesnakes. Um, they talk about the common misconception that girls girls like being nutted in as much as guys like nutting. Women love it. They're scared of getting pregnant, but they love being nutted in. Because it's like when, you know, it's, it really sounds really fucking twisted, but you know when a dog comes, it's like it's 
it's not fucking expands to an incredible size. Penises do the same thing. Your penis gets bigger when you come. And women like to know that you can fucking come to them. They love it. And any woman who tells you they don't like being nutted inside them is lying. Um, Zach and Tim Dillon is the obese gay star duo I never knew, knew I needed in my life. Like seriously, that a podcast with those two is fucking fire. Because they're both just killers. Um, typical Lewis fashion. Lewis gets kicked out of a 7-11. Uh, okay. He gets kicked out of a 7-11 in front of Karen and he loses his temper. And he also gets kicked out of a gun range because they all smelled like weed. You would think fucking... No, actually, what am I saying? Lewis fucking... It's Lewis. I'm surprised he didn't get fucking shot. And he knew he probably was going to get shot. So yeah, so he gets kicked out of a 7-Eleven. He sees... Karen sees the ultimate Lewis. The, the Lewis we know. The angry, violent Lewis. And you know what? She was a good bitch. She didn't tell him to stop. She didn't tell him to put his head in. She sat there and she stood by him, man. As fucking... Women should do. You know, you don't involve yourself. When a man's doing that shit, you don't fucking get involved. And then Tony Hinchcliffe, and this was the first time I had heard from Tony Hinchcliffe since his cancelling from Pang Dang. So he talks about his cancellation for the first time. Um, he talks the influence Ari had on him for the last week. You have to remember, that was a week ago, and it's pretty much blown over. And that's what happens when you get cancelled. You just... Ari gave him the best advice. You shut your mouth, you don't say anything, you don't apologise, you don't put a statement out, you shut your mouth, you go fucking underground. And speaking of Ari, so when Ari got cancelled for the Kobe thing, he did this brilliant thing that was fucking like... He created a website with all of his his tour dates. For all his upcoming tour dates. And he had one club on there. Here's the thing. That club was fake. It wasn't real. So this club was getting letters like, we're regulars at your club, we'll never come back if you let him perform, and you know, we've supported the club. It was all fake. That was the brilliance of Ari. He gave the woke cancellation fucking attack squad a place to vent their anger, to direct their anger to someone else besides him. Genius. If I ever get it cancelled, I'm fucking talking Irish. Yeah. Because that man knows what the fuck to do. Um, Alex, who I've never heard of, uh, sells herself to the Skank fans. And the first thing she says is she loves Anal. So she's instantly a fan. We're instantly fans of her. Ah. Uh, but she talks the first time she did anal. Every time I hear that, I almost want to, you know, it reminds me of the old Paulie bit from Sopranos. Like, hey, you remember the, remember the first time you sucked a dick? No, what was it? First, hey, you remember the first time you got your dick sucked? And he's always like, yeah, oh yeah. How long did it take for the guy to come? And then he turns to the other guy, see what I just did there? Ask the guy how it was the first time he got his sucked dick. And then ask him how long did it take for the guy to come? I love that bit from Paulie and Sopranos. I probably butchered it, but you get the idea. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. 
And then Lewis out the front of the club talks to audience members how they love the show and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, no, it was. I seriously think this fucking it's not. This isn't really a podcast. It's very disjointed, but it flows still pretty well. It's more like an audio vlog. You know, it's got like I said, it's got fairly decent flow, considering how disjointed it is, and it's got a few hidden gems like with Tony talking and Tim and Zach doing their thing. It's good. That's the reason I gave it for Rattlesnake. It's not really a podcast. Um, then we get to the Loud Boys Live from the Tiny Penis with Tim Butterly from Dead Meat and Colin Terrell, the old leprechaun himself. Um, there's not much to talk here about the an incident, an incident, an incident. But the funny thing I didn't I learned was that nine eleven isn't a public holiday in America. I was shocked to hear that. I would have thought like we have a public holiday here for like footy. You know they don't have a public holiday for nine eleven. I'm shocked by that. So yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm I'm sure that'll happen in the next twenty years. Um Listen, the crowd's not really vibing this, but in fairness, there's four people there. They did a live podcast with no crowd. And it, they weren't into it. Um, Colum joins about 30 minutes in, and he brings the fucking heat, like Colum Tyrrell does, to the point where a fucking Robbie gets butthurt at Colum, because Colum rips him to shreds. And he has, like, it sounds like it's a genuine fucking... like fucking a genuine breakdown like he gets really angry so that was probably like it was like 10 minutes where it was actually really good but the crowd's just not feeling if you're going to do a live show don't do it in front of four people um yeah then we get to a wife anal with panties in the mouth I gave this three and a half rattlesnakes um so and they talk about this when you insult someone's wife those are automatic fucking hands being like you have to throw hands and i'll give you an example luckily it's only ever happened to me once now if it happens when you're not around it's a bit different happens in front of you you have to do something and if it's written on like social media you have to do something so i think this was the the fourth date with my current girlfriend we were walking down St. Kilda Beach and this homeless, I was smoking cigarettes at the time and this homeless guy came up to me and he was like, hey, can I have a cigarette? And I was like, nah, man, I'm sorry, I can't. And he started like getting really, like getting in my face and being all wild. And I think he made a shove there and I fucking cigarette in one hand, fucking hand out in the other and I'm pushing him away. I'm like, I'm going to fucking beat the fuck out of you. And then my fucking... Mummy says, grabs me by the collar and pulls me away. She's like, don't do that. Don't fight in front of me. I'm like, what do you expect me to do? That's what men do. We defend the honour of the lady we're with. And, I, you know, after the thing we talked about, Lewis, where you shouldn't have your girl jump in for you, probably did she jump to jump in for me because I would have... I would have beaten up a homeless person and that wouldn't have been a good look. It probably would have been the end of our relationship right then. Um... Yeah. They talk about virgin rage. Like, you know, when you're like 16 and all your friends have had sex and you haven't. 
and it's like fucking they they make fun of you for being a virgin and you get that fucking that inner rage and you're 16 you're still developing fucking strength and you like you have a fucking hissy fit you know, it comes into the next thing to talk about, like, being self-conscious as a virgin. Like, you you think all your friends are fucking and you're not. And you're hearing all these stories that when you get older, you realize they're fake. Or they're over-exaggerated. But, if, and there's no fucking 16-year-old listening to this, but if you are 16, don't, don't worry about it. You get pussy. We all get pussy in the end. There's not many people that don't get pussy. Unless you're like a retard. Um, I talked the first time you got high. Like, I can't genuinely remember the first time I got high. Oh, shit. Um, I think I would have been... Sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, no, I would have been. I don't, but I just think I don't remember. I don't remember ever getting high. It's strange because you think you'd remember something like that, but I genuinely don't. But I would have sixteen, I reckon. And lastly, to talk about um. Like, erotic novels and shit, and audio, like, sex audio. It's not my thing, it's very much a lady thing to do, but if you're into it, you're into it. I've never read, I've never read Fifty Shades of Grey or any of that shit. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a chick thing. Women like that, just like they like softcore porn. Softcore porn was invented for them. So, yeah, it's a good episode. Um, check it out. And lastly, we get into the big one. We knew I was going to leave this to last. It's been I've known it was coming for a week. <clears throat> so, for the last one on our list today, we have Legion of Skank, episode 546, live from the Creek in the Cave with Tim Dillon and Tony Hinchcliffe and Zach Minto. Straight up with you right now. Five. Five rattlesnakes. I think I've only done this three times before, maybe two times before. This was fucking fire. And this is how we'll allow, this is, and I'll tell you why, within the first 30 seconds of what I wrote down. Um, you know, with all the talk of crowd of the crowds I've just done, with the first 30 seconds, there's a Lewis chant, and the crowd fucking is going nuts. There's probably 5,000 people. I don't even think there's 5,000 people there. They were going off their fucking heads. They popped huge. It was fucking nutty. Like, I can never, I can't put it into fucking frames of how fucking loud that fucking crowd was. Um, they talk of getting, getting into a fight with a pack of homeless people, because apparently Texas has a large fucking homeless people problem. I wonder if that's because they moved from fucking California. A lot of people moved from California and now they're homeless. Um... Then there's surprise guests, which wasn't really a surprise. They all know what was happening. Tony comes out, and the crowd goes nuts. 
absolutely off their fucking tits. Um, so yeah, the crowd popped huge, and sure, they saw the USJ chat, which I thought was a bit weird. I get it, but it was weird, but it's, it's probably a Texas thing. I don't think if this was in New York, they would have done that. Um, what's the worst word? The What's the worst C word? Um, can't or chink. You are Shane Gillis and Tony Hinchcliffe, they tell you chink, but, um, I still think cunt's fucking a worse word. I just think, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's cunt though. Um, Lewis tells a story of legitimately fucking the shit out of a chick. Literally, like, she fucking shit. He wasn't doing anal, he was fucking the pussy. And she shit. Um, can't say that's ever happened to me. I think... I remember hearing a story, once again, I'll tell you, when you're, when you're a virgin and you're 16 years old, you're going to hear stories that are fucking over-exaggerated, but I remember a friend telling me he was fucking his girlfriend and she passed out. Once again, I don't know how much truth there is to the story, maybe she just fell asleep or maybe she was just drunk. Yeah, I don't know how I would react if fucking I was fucking a chick and fucking she shit herself. It'd be a story I'd tell on the podcast, but I don't know how I would react in the situation. Uh, a crowd member talks about getting pegged by his girlfriend who was not interested in doing it. She didn't even want to use the strap on, she just ended up just plundering his ass with a dildo. It's <laughs> a fucking ride or die chick doing something like that when she doesn't want to. Like, he's a big boy. Like, he was fucking 6'2", fucking 150 kilos. You know, to convince your girl to fucking fuck you in the ass. And to use a white dildo. Imagine you using a fucking, you, you bought a fucking dildo and it's white and you're going to get fucked in the ass. Man, it's not smart. But the both got fucking big balls. Scooter accident, fat people on scooters, they talk about, and then scooter accidents. Um, I remember being 17, not 17, 14, being a chubby kid, and riding an electric scooter, and I went around a corner really quickly, and I fucking slid off, and I fucking egg fucking shit in my garden. And another time I remember, you like, you know, the, the push scooter? I remember doing that, and I remember leaning back and landing right on my fucking butt. I couldn't fucking sit for a fucking week. I just got fucked in the ass, so that didn't help me. <laughs> um, there's a lot of short person hate on this episode too. I wasn't happy about that, but it was still a really good fucking episode. You know, now living your life as a short person, they're all sitting there making fucking midget jokes. You know. What, you know, what's it like to fucking live your life as a short person looking up at everything? Fuck you, motherfuckers, man. Um, even given the technical issues, and I use paraphrasing for that, fucking, it wasn't that bad. The audio for the first 40 minutes was a bit rough, but it wasn't impossible. This audio probably sounds worse than that. 
Um, this was a top-notch episode. This was probably the best I've heard in a long time. You know, everyone brought the heat, everyone played their role to perfection. Five rattlesnakes, perfect. Um, yeah. So, we've got two more short segments and then we're going to get out there because I'm sure you're all sick and tired of hearing my... I'm sick and tired of hearing my own voice. So, a new segment called Podcaster of the Week. So, it's a guest or a host of someone who was the star for this week. And... Mm. I haven't really put a lot of thought into this, but I'm just off the top of my head from everything we've just reviewed, and it'll be from podcasts I review and from podcasts I don't, but for this week, it's Tony Hinchcliffe. He was fire in the LOS episode, and he came back with a vengeance. So fantastic. Um, and then we get to one, two, three. These are where I rank the three episodes if you have time in your, in your very busy schedules that you should check out. So as I go back up the list, the You Fucked It Takeover on a Real Life Podcast. Live from Preak in a Cave, Real Life Podcast. And Legion of Skank, Live from Preak in a Cave. You got, if you only got a couple hours a week to listen to something, check those out. Those are the, the best quality you're going to get. And that's what I do here. I suffer so you can enjoy your lives and you can just get to the good shit. Well, hear the good shit and just hear me fucking ramble, okay? Oh, what a night. This is taking me just under three hours to record. With audio issues and all that shit. So hopefully this never happens again. And I really hope this fucking podcast comes out well. And I hope you really enjoyed it. So, you know the deal. You know what's up. You know what's happening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Leave a positive or negative review. It helps get, you know, helps the algorithm, as they say. Um, follow me on Twitter at DownUnderCast7, so you can stay up to date with the podcast and see me post funny things. And obviously, check out our friends, the DUT friends, and I actually wrote the list down this time. Um, so check out our friends at Break the Apocalypse. Get in the corner. Our boys, we already mentioned them. Um, the Broadcast Podcast, The Skanks Ganks, Red River Podcast, a new one, Historic Hole. Never heard of it, but I'm, I'm sure it's a great podcast. The Alleged Wrestling Podcast. They've got episode 200 coming up that should drop within the next 6 to 12 hours. Don't show those boys some love. They deserve it. Top three best wrestling podcasts I listen to. And it's it's alleged wrestling. It's not a lot of wrestling. It's a really good bunch of fucking British boys. Irish boys, same thing. Um, the Drew Yari Show, Wrestling Soup, obviously, they dropped an episode yesterday talking about the, the recent bus flip. I checked it out before I recorded this. Very funny. And obviously anything that Kevin Castle and Jeff, the Lip Lipman, have released, you know, Castle Chronicles, Garden of Doom, Hammerlock Hangover, check them all out. They're friends of the show. And if you're a friend of mine, they're your friends too. And lastly, before I end this podcast and I go and have a really mean wank, I must now bid you an adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night.